Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the PlayStation Report. My name is Frank. With me this week is Tyler, and hopefully we can get through the show without my internet going down because it's not looking great right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Breaking up a hair on, on my end, but as long as your recording's okay, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely an internet issue. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on. I had an Xfinity tech come out here, and they seemed to think that it was the splitter that I was using, and maybe one of the cables, so they replaced those. But hey, guess what? I still have fucking problems. I think it's the modem. I think it's the modem. Could be. I just need to Could replace be. that. Uh, yeah. We'll try that. Hopefully that works. Um but in the meantime, we're going to try to do this show. Uh, it's been a little bit. Uh, it's, it's, we, we've had some time to, to play some games. Um, I'm looking very much looking forward to, uh, in a week, playing Like a Dragonation. But, uh, Absolutely. That's not, that's not here yet. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to make do with what we got. And... Uh, as far as what we've got, I've got three games that I've played, but Tyler, I mean, before before we get into this, man, how, how you been? How you been? It's been a bit. Um, yeah, I've, I, I, you know, I've, I've been playing some stuff. Um, yeah, you, you want to just get into it? Um, sure, yeah, yeah, we can, we could do that, let me just, uh. I'm just I'm just gonna disconnect everything from my Wi-Fi that isn't my computer, and hopefully that helps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. fucking awful. Oh god. At least the recordings should sound okay. But yeah, yeah, this is weird. Um, yeah, how you been, man? I'm you know I'm all right. It's this week isn't um isn't uh as bad as last week but man i just feel like my weeks have just been fucking chaos just stuff after work every night and yeah lots going on at work it's been been a little fucky i don't know how about you uh i mean it's been okay uh I got some work done on my car that was a little bit expensive um got this thing right now i'm not sick right now tyler but my nose is itchy as hell and i've tried allergy medicine but it's like maybe i just need to wax my nose hairs maybe that's all i need Ooh. to do i'm just getting really itchy yeah. up in there yeah yeah i mean can happen can happen you gotta, gotta, gotta take care of your nose hairs you know But yeah, I mean, other than that, pretty standard week. Uh, we're looking at. I've got a. I've got a few games t to talk about. I'm not sure how much you've got to talk about. We've got a little bit of news this week. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. What what? what let's do it. I, um, I feel like I am at the very end of chapter ten of Yakuza Zero. So. I uh, did not. I wanted to play more of it over the past week, but didn't get the chance to play as much as I want to. But man, chapter ten goes places. Um, it's a Kiryu chapter. Uh, you you end up basically going to meet um, uh, what is it? The head of the the Tojo clan. Yeah. And 
Yeah, that's been that's been really good, really exciting. Lots of lots of fighting at the end of it, and uh, it fucking goes places, man. I'm I'm interested. You know, all this shit over an empty lot, and when you go to that empty lot, it's pretty pretty small. Yeah, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm curious where we'll go. I feel like feel like it's really picking up intensity in the story and uh I'm really excited yeah yeah that really exciting you are you are in the thick of it this you are like you are in what yakuza does best but like this this drama this story it's it's awesome yeah yeah it is it's really really building up and yeah it's taking some twists and turns i didn't didn't really think it was going to to take um, you know, I also like, you know, you got to go to the, the West park and hang out with the homeless people. You know, that was, that was pretty good. It's just, yeah, the writings, writing's just really good overall, man. Uh, I really, really like it. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I have too much to say, say about it, but things are getting intense. I feel like, yeah. You're in for a treat. Uh, on the Yakuza front, though, uh, I've continued my playthrough of Yakuza 3 Remastered. I am towards the All end right. of Chapter 10 of Yakuza 3, uh, Chapter 10 of 12. So I'm actually almost towards the end of Yakuza 3. So I think the plan is I'm going to play, I'm going to beat Yakuza 3, and then I'm going to just take a little break and play Yakuza Ishin when that comes out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But I gotta say... Yeah, how's... How... Go ahead. Yeah, Yakuza 3. Fucking wild. The story is incredible. Um, the the CIA is involved. Uh, oh! <laughs> there's... Yeah, there's, you're working the, the political system in Japan with, with the... Uh, with certain... Yeah, just... Mm, you're working with, like, the... Uh, Minister of Defense against someone else. Uh, it's yeah, the this whole the whole reason that they're they're uh, going after the orphanage is so the CIA can nab a black market arms dealer. Um, <laughs> and it turns mm, man, there's so many spoilers that I don't want to get into because oh, it's so good. But yeah, yeah, I I, I really love it. I I love the kids. I just went through a sequence where uh, you and someone else put on a wrestling match for the kids on on the beach. It was really good. <laughs> uh, nice. Just really good, wholesome <laughs> fun. Uh, yeah, having a great time with Yakuza Three. Yeah the the CIA angle sounds pretty interesting. That seems a little Dude, a little different is, there. And it's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to eventually getting to that. That sounds because fun. Th- there's a character that looks like another character that you thought died in Yakuza One, and just finding out what that whole angle is about, it's just incredible. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I look forward to. I'm gonna beat that within the next couple days. Um, move on to something else while I wait for Yakuza Ishin. Yeah. 
yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Next time we podcast, we'll probably both have played that game. Yeah. So, looking forward to it. Fuck yeah. Um, the only other thing that I've I've put some time into and, and some good amount of time too is is Dead Space remake. Um, I'll probably have that done by the next time we we pod. Um, this game, man, it is it is so wonderfully done. Um, I I just like kind of lost myself in it the other night. I was just like, this is just fucking immaculate. Um, I basically have every weapon in the game now, and they are all very fun to use and I'm starting to get to the point where I'm finally getting enough money so then I can buy upgrades or, or unlock upgrades to add more to the tree to make the weapons better and the whole loop loop is really really good um and man just some of the some of the sequences in this game are just so fucking badass they are so cool um I think hands down this is the best lighting I have ever seen in a video game. Like, it is fucking immaculate. Um, and there just a, a lot of the zero gravity sections are just so well done. Um, and this ship is so fun to explore. Um, the game, you know, is, continues to be very creepy and very well done. And I... I love it, and I can't wait for for where it goes. I think the story's actually really well done as well. Um, if you're really into like just kind of some fun sci-fi like like this game is, and um, yeah, it's it's awesome. Just the environmental storytelling is so good, and just the kind of Resident Evil style of it's very Resident Evil inspired, obviously, but you know. Resident Evil and, and Dead Space now playing. It's a, just a loop of those games of getting a new weapon, upgrading it, probably having to use that weapon, getting a, a different, you know, in this game, it's it's a clearance card or basically a different key. So now you can backtrack and go get items that you couldn't because you couldn't get into those rooms. And, you know, that's just kind of feeding all into itself. It's just, it's so well done. I, I just, I'm I'm completely blown away by this game. The further I get into it. So I'm, I'm on chapter 9 of 12, I think. So getting there. Um, yeah, man. What, what a great game. The Literally the only bad thing I can say about it, <coughs> excuse me, is the last time I spoke about this game, I told you about the glitch that happened um, yeah. where I was like stuck and zoomed into the, the save screen. As soon as I booted it up the other night, that happened to me again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? What is this glitch? It is so weird. Um, luckily, even when you like save and close the game, they keep like old, a couple old saves basically. So I only, I only had to go back a little bit, but that is literally the only bad thing I can I have to say about this game. Otherwise, it's very very good. Awesome, awesome. Um, I've got two other things. Uh want to get through these real quick. I've played some more Vampire Survivors. Um, Ooh. I've beaten the fourth stage of Vampire Survivors. Now I've, I'm working my way through the bonus stages, get doing all the things on all the maps, opening all the coffins, getting all the characters. Um, yeah, it's, 
It's good. Vampire Survivors, real good game. Uh, <laughs> perfect on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sure that's great on a Steam Deck. Damn. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, and lastly, I want to talk about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 because Season 2 just launched. And Tyler, I got to say, I am underwhelmed. Oh, why? Well, here's the thing. They've added two multiplayer maps and one Warzone map that's only used for their resurgence, which they brought back, um, which is a small map. Mm. Uh, kind of like a, just, just a very hot zone version of uh, Warzone. Um, but I, I haven't really dipped into resurgence yet, but... Uh, They've only added two maps to the multiplayer, and one of them is just a remake of a map they've already done before in Dome. That's just a re... I, I want to say that's a redone Modern Warfare 2 or 3 map. I want to say Modern Warfare yeah, 2. Yeah, that sounds right. Part of me also wants to say World at War. Yeah. Maybe, oh. but either way, yeah, that that's definitely from an older, early 360 Call of Duty. Yeah, it's just a remake of an old Call of Duty map. Uh, the other new map, uh, some museum map, it is, it's really big. And unless you're playing like an objective-based mode, like a like a headquarters hard point or something like that, like it can feel just too big for a 6v6 match. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how I feel about it. Like it's, it's... I mean, I do know how I feel. I feel like um, maybe, maybe Call of Duty is not not uh, not as hot as it used to be, um, especially map wise. I feel like they really should have done better getting getting more maps into the game because uh, it just it feels stale after you played like the same maps for like the first what three months this game has been out, and then. Then they mm-hmm. come out with their next season, and it's uh oh we've we've added two maps total. Uh, see ya, see ya in another two or three months. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I don't know it's the Halo Infinite problem. Yeah, you know it's kind of the same deal with that game in a way. Um, I mean Halo Infinite did launch a little bit more anemic, you could say, than a Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But yeah, I've been reading some things about how players aren't aren't happy with this game and it's kind of live service aspects i guess you could yeah. say of its seasonal I mean, model and yeah i i can understand it too and i like a lot of those launch maps but man yeah after after you play them for 50 100 hours more more it can get really stale doesn't matter how good they are yeah and i've got to say hands down of all the battle passes that i've bought into the Call of Duty Battle Pass might be the worst. Like, I don't really give a shit about a lot of the aesthetic stuff. Like, a lot of the skins they put in the Battle Pass, like, they aren't necessarily all that cool. And I don't know anyone who gives a fuck about emblems or calling cards. Like, honestly, right now, I don't know why anyone would buy a Call of Duty Battle Pass. Except for the fact yeah. that they lock new weapons in the battle pass. Right, and that's probably the only thing. I mean, another draw to me is just the double XP tokens, but still. I mean, there's not they don't give you enough of them. 
And is that worth ten dollars? I probably not. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm kind of with you there. XP tokens are only like what? What does it matter? What What does XP mean when when the progression is like just just reduced to like after a certain point, it's just another number to add on. Like you don't get anything for leveling up. I mean. Weapon mm-hmm. XP tokens, I could see, like, if you're trying to grind weapons uh, to get them to max level so you can, I guess, go for camos or whatever. But, like, it just, there's very little there. Like, once you, like, I play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 now, like, just because I, 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 I don't know, it's just, like, something to shoot shoot the shit around and have have fun with for a little bit but like I'm growing less and less attached to Call of Duty now like I just don't I don't see why I'm playing this anymore yeah and I wonder that's why I wonder if that is why you know we've there's been some reporting of them Activision pivoting to getting a title out this year when originally that wasn't the plan and I wonder if it's because of the seasonal model here so far for Modern Warfare 2 isn't that satisfying for, for its player base. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get it, but, like, I'm at the point right now where I'm like, do I give a shit to go through another cycle of this? If this is going to uh-huh. be the cycle, if I'm going to come back, like, a couple months, like, three or four months after the game's launched, and I'm like, well... I think I might be done with this. I could I could very much make a case that I should probably be spending my time in another in a different game or multiple different games at that point. It's yeah, it just yeah. I'm I'm finding it harder and harder for me to justify going back to Call of Duty in my free time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, totally understandable. If you want to shoot shit, you should get back to Destiny, man. We could shoot shit together. Uh, we could. <laughs> or we could play Warframe. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> eh, probably not. Maybe yeah. maybe if uh, Warhammer gets to a better place technically. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they'll add a battle pass to that as well. Oh, fuck. God damn it. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. We don't need that. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's it for the video games I've been playing. Tyler, let's get right into the news and let's get right into what has excited me greatly. There's some more games for PlayStation Plus members, extra, and premium um just games just a lot of games um i'll just go through the list here uh if you let me see yeah these are for both the extra and premium tiers uh you'll get ace combat 7 borderlands 3 earth defense force 5 the forgotten city horizon forbidden west i am setsuna lost sphere onenaki outriders the quarry Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Scarlet Nexus, and Tekken 7. These will all become available February 21st. Um, as well as the, the classics, Tyler, would you like to take us through 
these four classics. Yeah. Uh, Destroy All Humans, which I guess is the PS2 version that is playable on PS4, not the the remake. Um, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature from PlayStation 1, The Legend of Dragoon, PlayStation 1, and Wild Arms 2, PlayStation 1. The motherfucking Legend of Dragoon, goddammit. Mm. They, they decided to to make this game playable again. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I, I doubt they'll do, do another one of these, but like, it's just nice to be able to play the old one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's. I'd say though that that extra tier. I mean, this is a hell of a fucking month. Holy shit! There is so many good games in this list oh, yeah. coming to that tier at least, and. I feel like if you haven't played a lot of these games, that's probably worth it, for sure. I mean, that tier seems seems really, really well done. I mean, Horizon Forbidden West, that's that's yeah, just huge, because that's only been out for released, a year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, I, the Forgotten City is one that I'm interested in, because I, isn't this the game that started off as a Skyrim mod? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, huh. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of good games out there um, if you're in those extra or premium tiers. Uh, Let's see. What, yeah. what do we have next? Um, Oh, hey. Dead Island? Not only real. It's launching a week early. Whoa. Trying to get away from that Star Wars game, right? Yeah, most likely. Uh, yeah. April twenty yeah. first. It's, I mean, it's happening. You know, this game's this game's real. Holy shit! You know, how often do you see games get moved up though? That never really happens. So yeah, good on them. I, if you want to clap for them, you also have to, um, you have to admonish them for for. For saying the line "see you in hell," a eh? just, <laughs> just, god damn it, no. Yeah, that's that's very corny and dumb. But then Which again, is... Dead Island probably a corny and dumb game. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, here we are saying, "Oh, it's awesome." They moved it up at, uh, a week. Also, like, how fucking long has this game been in development? I know it's went to multiple developers and stuff, but man, it's nearly been a decade. I think. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler. This is the story of the week for me because I thought this was very funny and a little bit sad in in some ways. So, the remaster of The Witcher Three. Um, launched with this, uh, with this mod with realistic genitalia. Um, a mod that, like, they did not request at, like, they, they didn't pay the modder for this. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a real weird one. <laughs> Considering that they've already kind of done this work with cyberpunk but they used a mod from the community it, yeah it's weird uh, yeah 
kind of kind of odd. Um, yeah, I mean, an interesting mod for sure, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Obviously, um, this person should get some sort of credit if it's going to actually be in the game. Yeah. They're, um, they're taking but, it out, though. They're taking it yeah. out. Um, That's the other thing I was going to say. <laughs> you know, don't have it in there if, if they're not going to pay or do something, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that dude should get paid, whoever whoever made that, or whoever. I, I don't know if it was a dude. I don't know who made this mod. Um, yeah, they should pay whoever made that. Just I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is. This uh, there's a statement IGN got, and it says, "quote As understood by CD Projekt Red, until very recently, the vulva textures in question were part of HD Monsters Reworked mod, not vaginas for everyone mod," said a studio spokesperson in a statement to IGN. Not a not a um, PR statement you you read every day. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. God. <laughs> The mod yeah. scene's wild. It, it, it is. It, 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 yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Moving on. Let's uh, <laughs> get into uh, maybe maybe a little bit better story here. Um, a game I know you're excited for coming up soon, Atomic Heart. Uh, they've, got the, they've, they've got a soundtrack from, uh, from Mick Gordon. Uh, but Mick Gordon has decided to donate his salary to uh, to support Ukraine. Um, this is a complicated one uh, for for a number of reasons. Uh, the studio making Atomic Heart Munfish was founded in Moscow, uh, although they do have a lot of uh, they are spread out a lot. They they aren't just in Russia, but like studio was kind of founded in Russia. So this this re- reads a little bit weird to me. Um, and a little bit complicated. I don't know. I mean, good on Mick Gordon. I would have picked a better organization than the Red Cross to donate to, but like I've I'm not I'm not here expecting people to be educated on what charities to donate to, especially like they, it's not their job to know. Um, but yeah, uh just just very interesting considering where Mundfish is from and you know <laughs> Mick Gordon making this very clear that this donation is to support victims in uh in the Ukraine. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean good good for him. Um I I did not know he was even involved with this game, so a little bit more interested in this game now. Um his previous work obviously has been very good and you know there's also been a lot of drama with Mick that we've talked about uh and Bethesda lots of beef between them too um as well but yeah it is it is a complicated thing I mean this this whole obviously this whole conflict is is very complicated um so yeah I wonder how Mundfish feels about this yeah I I don't think there is an official statement from Mundfish in this article. Um, I'm not sure that they reached out for a comment. It doesn't say they have. Um, So yeah, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. And if something else comes of it, we'll we'll keep you updated. Yep. Um, But Tyler, Embracer, we love Embracer, don't we? 
<laughs> they've got plans for five Lord of the Rings games coming before 2024. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> they aren't starting off on, a, on, on the right foot here with, with the fucking Gollum game. Like, I'm going to say that much. Like, there's the other four games have got to be better than that. <laughs> yeah. This is, um, I agree. This Gollum game just looks fucking horrible. And, uh, yeah, can we not do this? I mean, damn. Uh, I know, <laughs> no Lord of the Rings is a popular IP. I love Lord of the Rings games when they're done right. Probably one of my favorite games is, the. Um, Lord of the Rings: The Third Age, uh, from way back when, such a good game. And but I don't need Embracer shitting out a lot of bad Lord of the Rings games. You know, let's not. I, I it's a weird time right now because, like, even on the let's just say the theatrical side of with movies and, and TV, you know, these companies are losing a lot of money. Depending on what it is. And they want to just keep investing into their popular IP. To the point where it feels like they're literally going to drive them into the ground. Um, And, I mean, like, look at Marvel, for example. I mean, uh, the new Ant-Man movie is just doing horrible uh, in terms of of critically. Um, You know, might make a lot of money. But I feel like Embracer is kind of in this zone now of like ah well we have this ip let's shit out five fucking games and i mean if they're good i'm all for it but you know i just wish these uh publishers would treat their ip with a little bit more care because there's something to be said about that about quality over quantity it can really go far in the end um yeah 94 games in development at Embracer Group. This is the kicker, too. Only four of them are considered AAA. The rest are AA, single A, or indie titles. Um, and not that I think anyone's looking for Embracer Group to put it out an ass load of AAA titles, but at the same time, I just don't understand the the business logic about just putting out a lot of small games that might not do well when you have that big of a head count. I don't know. Just wild, this whole whole ordeal with Embracer, but man, I hope they're better than Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Because yeah. nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'd want from another Lord of the Rings game, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with the Shadow of Mordor. It's just... It's, it's too... Uh, it's too much like every other open world game, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed them because it was novel to like have an open world game for, in in uh, in that world. Um, that's that's worn off for me, and now I just see it for what it is. It's it's another open world game with that formula of hey go, go, check go look at these icons on the map, um, and. Uh, yeah, go climb a tower and reveal more of the map or whatever. Um, it's I I don't know what I want from a Lord of the Rings game. 
honestly. Um, at yeah. Least, uh, I know things that I'd like that would not be popular enough for them to do. I would like a Lord of the Rings real-time strategy game. Yeah, would that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they made a few of those. I think Battle for Middle-Earth back in the day. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool if they brought that back. I'd be fucking... I would honestly lose my mind if they remastered Lord of the Rings the Third Age. Embracer's been doing a lot of remasters. Maybe it's possible, but I don't know. Uh, that game was just... It's an old-school, like, turn-based RPG. You play as, like, different characters, but you end up going through a lot of movie moments, in a way. Like, literally through the whole trilogy. It's so cool. Uh, maybe if I went back to it now, I wouldn't think it's as cool, but I loved it. I played it two or three times through as a kid and got 100%. Um, it's, yeah, that's that would be sweet to me, or some sort of RPG would be awesome to me. Um, but as long as it's good, that's that's my only thing. I don't want... I don't want shitty Lord of the Rings games. Yeah, they should they should just make a bunch of uh dating visual novels. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if they were like one of those they they they'd probably it would probably sell. <laughs> yeah, probably. They probably I although I I doubt they'd be allowed to do that. Although I feel like Lord of the Rings of all the IP out there, they're pretty relaxed about what they let people do with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough about Embracer. Let's, uh, talk about Ubisoft. Ubisoft says they'll be at E3 if it happens, and they said they have a lot of stuff to show. Um. I don't. Mm, I don't know. What, what What do they have to show? Uh, they've got Assassin's Creed, maybe, maybe uh, Avatar, Splinter Cell remake. I, I mean, I don't know. They they've canceled a lot of games over at Ubisoft, so it's kind of hard to like get excited for what they might show because it's really just what's left over. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we could. I think getting good locks. You know, good luck's are Assassin's Creed and, and Avatar. Although I'm pretty sure when they first announced Assassin's Creed, they said like springtime. So maybe that might be out before that. But at the same time, we probably would have gotten a release date by now. Um, and we never truly got a good look at Avatar at all since no. they announced it. So, yeah, I mean, they got to show those games off at some point, And obviously they're skull and bones. <laughs> skull and bones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure. Beyond good what... and evil, come on. No, no, probably not. Even though they say it's still alive, I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think we get a look at some of those Assassin's Creed Infinity projects. They're probably too far away. I know they're working. Are they? said they're working on another Far Cry game that's bigger, you know, almost like a Far Cry Assassin's Creed Infinity type thing. Maybe, but at the same time, they just put out a Far Cry game, so probably doubt that. Um, I don't know. 
Yusuf needs some wins. For sure. I saw another, it's not in this article, but another, a lot, another quote from Yves Gamow, um, the wonderful Yves Gamow, um, where he said that one reason why they canceled games is because they had too much in development. At the same time, like, they couldn't properly get games out on time, which is why some of these games have been pushing, because they had too many things going on. And that also is, you know, part of the reason why quality might have been suffering as well with some of the games they did put out. So, I wonder whose decision that was to make so many games at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's it obviously has to come from the top, and that they they very obviously wanted a live service game, and they just they haven't found it yet. And clearly, they tried so many things. You know, all these random ass Ghost Recon, Tom Clancy titles that they canned, and ah, it's fucking, it's fucked. Yeah, well, I we'll guess see. another one, oh. but it's probably too early. Well, there's two of them, maybe. It's probably too early for this one. Is they did announce they're remaking Splinter Cell, the first game. Yeah, and you know, we haven't seen anything of it. They didn't say it was canceled, so. Possible, we might see that. The other one is, do we see the Prince of Persia remake again? Because they kind of went back to the drawing board on that one. It's been a while. That one's. I don't know. As bad as that looked, I don't know how they. Yeah, that just that looks insanely bad. So, I mean, I don't know. At some point, that will come out, and hopefully, we'll at least look better. Yeah. Whew. All right, lastly, we have sales numbers for January. Um, The best-selling games of January. We've got the best-selling console in January, I believe, was the PlayStation 5, right? PlayStation 5 did well in January, right? I'm not just imagining that. I thought I saw that somewhere. No, yeah, I think think you're right. I think, um, yeah, what, what I saw is that PlayStation 5 and Switch sold really well, but the Xbox went down in terms of mm-hmm. year-on-year, which is interesting. Okay. Um, so, yeah. PlayStation 5 is, I think, doing very well because of uh, the supply. I mean, it seems like you can go get one right now if you want yeah, one. Yeah, I've literally just... I've been seeing Amazon listings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like... It's cool. That is where it will be bought the fastest, probably. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, let's get into it. The top 20 games for January 2023. At number 20, we've got NHL 23, 19 Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, 18 NBA 2K23, 17 Just Dance 2023, 16 Need for Speed Unbound, 15 Minecraft, 14 Mario Kart 8, 13, Monster Hunter Rise, 12, Sonic Frontiers, and at number 11 is The Last of Us, Part 1. Number 10, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, 9, One Piece Odyssey, 8, God of War Ragnarok, 7, Forspoken, 6, Elden Ring, 5, Fire Emblem Engage, 4, FIFA 23, 3, Madden NFL 23, 2, Dead Space Remake, and number 1 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of new games up there. Um, 
I mean, you got One Piece, you got Forspoken, you got Fire Emblem and, and Dead Spaces. Those are the new games. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, those, those are the only, like, new games that I believe released in in uh, January. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah, good to see Dead Space up there. I hope it sells well enough that EA will either remake the second one or make a new one either way i just there's kind of a survival horror renaissance going on a little bit you could say and you know i hope this sends the right message to ea yeah so um last of us clearly because of the show Mm -hmm. um the latest episode was really well done spoilers for the last of us game skip ahead just a minute or two the latest episode was about henry and sam okay and you know you know how that ends for them and the whole time i'm watching it i'm like oh no like yeah they're definitely going there it's definitely heading down that path and we'll end up the same way and i'm watching it with my wife and she does not know Oh. And she was just fucked up at the end of that episode. I'm like, yes. Like, that's when you're playing the game, especially the first time, you don't expect that. You're like, ooh, I need to go for a walk right now. You know, that's just such a sad, sad moment. So it's been fun watching that uh, with her not knowing the story really at all of Last of Us. So. Yeah, that's. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> I. That that is, you're in a very peculiar position right there. Um, yeah, exactly. Cause, yeah, I I can imagine like maybe wanting to like <laughs> warn someone about about that. Yes, um, that's exactly how I feel. To spoil it. Uh, yes, yes. Like, what do you yes. do? You'd be like, um, hey. Uh, <laughs> I know where this story kind of goes. Uh, if if it goes the way I think it's going, it's going to get really fucked up and sad. So just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I am in, in a weird spot because, yeah, there's so much that I want to say. But I don't want to spoil anything for her at all or, uh-huh. or tell her like, hey, something's coming up. And it's just like, yeah, it's been it's been fun. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even like. I don't even know how to... Like, this first season obviously deals with the first game. And there's even stuff about the second game that I want to, like, kind of tell her about. But I'm like, you know, I might as well not. If they're going to do the second game somehow in future seasons, then I'll just let her experience that. Maybe she'll hate it. Maybe she'll love it. I don't know. That's how that second game is. Yes, people really, really like that Last of Us show. I'm, I'm going to need something. I have not watched a single episode. Mm. I've stayed away from it. I know how that yeah. story is. I don't need to watch it again. It hurts enough just thinking about it. Yeah, it does. It, like, even me, like, knowing... Basically, it seems like they're hitting a lot of the the major beats. Sometimes the way they get there is very similar to the game. I think in the recent two episodes, they... They change some things, but it kind of, they also kind of combine a few moments from the game because they just, you know, they only have so much time. 
Um, so it all kind of ended up in the same place, and it was still really well done. So it's it's cool seeing what they're doing, but even knowing that story, there's times where, like, even this last episode, I'm like, man, still gets you that, like, some of these moments. It's, um, it's a gruesome fucking story in world, for sure. But I swear to God, if they don't pet a giraffe... This was all for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no draft. Fuck. I'm out. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm excited for some games coming up here. Um, yes. Wild Heart seems like it's doing real good in, in reviews. People yeah. seem to like it. Yeah. Um, of course, like a Dragonetian is coming soon. Atomic Heart is coming soon, right? Uh, yeah, same day as Like a Dragon. Yeah. It's, uh... And a um, week later is Destiny 2 Lightfall expansion. Uh-huh. So yeah. much to play. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I feel like we haven't had much of a break. Like, we might have had, like, a month, and then shit started up again. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh so yeah, yeah, I very much look forward to it. Um, we'll be uh, we'll be here again next time, next next week, maybe a little bit longer. I don't know how, I don't know our schedule anymore. Fucking shit, but we'll be we'll have some new games to talk about. I'll, I'll yeah. say that much. We'll definitely have some new games to talk about. Um, maybe I will have uh, doomed my latest Dwarf Fortress run um, which can be you can doom a Dwarf Fortress run in fun ways <laughs> um, so we'll see what fun interesting things I get up to in that um, but yeah you got any plans? nothing I mean yeah I'm gonna hopefully I will have Dead Space done for sure hopefully I'll have Yakuza 0 done by the next time we we pod um, which will be a little bit and so hopefully i'll have that done um looking forward to like a dragon and an atomic heart and trying those out and uh looking forward to watching the daytona 500 on sunday oh yeah that is this weekend isn't it yeah it is so it's always always an entertaining thing yeah i gotta ask before we go what's what's the best looking f1 car Oh, I need for to pull the, them for all the season. Up. Uh, I know Mercedes just revealed theirs. Um, yeah, which is car. that thing looks fucking mean, but I love how there's they're just like we're not painting our car. <laughs> it's literally just raw black carbon fiber with some stickers on it. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm looking through all the ones right now. I see the Haas, the Red Bull, Williams, Alpha. Alpha, er, Alpha Romeo, Alpha Tori, McLaren. I don't like McLaren. I yeah, don't. it's a little too much. I don't like the whole chrome thing on the side. It's, nah, with you there. Um, You know, I really like, I like Haas a lot. I think Haas mm-hmm. looks pretty sleek. Um. And I, I do like the Alfa Romeo, especially what they've done with the wheels there. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think those are two of my favorites, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, I like uh, some of the changes on the Alpha Towery. Looks kind of neat. Adding the, some red to it looks good. So a lot of the other cars kind of look look the same for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, We're that, that McLaren's a little too much. We are. Yeah. We are. What, what is the schedule? What is the first first race March third through the fifth? Yep. Race weekend. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We're almost in it, everybody. You're about to hear about more Formula One <laughs> here yeah. on your favorite video <laughs> game podcast. Um, yeah. Also, is, um, uh, opinion, you know, go. Oh, what's up? No, I was just gonna say, uh, Drive to Survive next Friday. Oh, I forgot they were doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go give us ratings and reviews and share us with your friends. Everyone needs to hear about video games and Formula One. That's that's what you need in your life, and you need to share that with everyone you know, everyone that you care about. Um, yes. And uh, we'll catch you all next week with with video games, with news, with. Uh, so maybe, maybe some Daytona 500 talk. Um, yeah, until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and...